Welcome to Living Holistically with Dane and Indy. Where we empower you with the tools and knowledge of some of our favorite experts to help create your optimal health and lifestyle. We're your hosts, parents to three chickens and a dog in the hills of Melbourne, novice gardeners and health coaches serving other couples. Thank you for being here today. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to part two of our deep dive on nutrition with Truth Corkins. Again, we jump straight back into where we left off from part one of our conversation. So we do recommend listening to that first if you haven't already. And as always, make sure to check out the show notes for everything we talk about today. Let me a good thing to touch on as well, which is um, something that you introduced to us with our sort of our programs that we did was the, um, I guess the people's perception about sugar in food as well. And they, a lot of people, we know they little fruit and they think it's okay and if it's organic as well. But even just on other aspects of um, high carbohydrate foods as well, like sweet potato as well, which is something I was eating before I went on sort of more of a body ecology-esque sort of um, hybrid diet as well, sort of way of eating. So is there like, I guess, from your experience with your clients and with yourself as well, what are some like... Um, I guess, underlying culprits of like sugar that people might not be aware of as well or how much it has an impact on our, on our bodies. Well, just like most people don't know what it's like to have a clean colon their whole life, most people don't know what it's like to have a super low infection load because everybody, 96% of the modern world has, according to Dr. Gary Gordon, has chronic latent systemic infections, be it candida, candiditis, be it viral infections, maybe more than one, Epstein-Barr, um, herpes, um, Lyme spirochy, Borrelia, um, black mold, very common. You know, houses that have some mold in it, you didn't quite know. You breathe it, now it's in you, and now it's growing. Um, parasite infections. Um, these things are 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 um, part of nature, and we've upset, we broke nature's laws. We've weakened the host of our bodies, our host defense, our immune system. And so we all got them. And if you wake up with a little bit of sinus clogged or you have to blow your nose or, or you, you know, you, you, you've gotten strep throat, you kissed a girl when you were a teenager and you picked up the Epstein-Barr virus, you know, like, like most people do. And they're trying to figure out the opposite sex at that young age. You know, exchange of bodily fluids, boom, you got a virus for the rest of your life. If you got a strong immune system, you, you'll put it into latency once you recover from the, that initial infection. But now you'll have it forever. And as you get a little older, or you weaken your immune system, it will come back out of latency. And as you get older, older, it will mutate into the C word, the big C, and you'll die from it before you got to live your full lifespan. So most people live without throughout life with some inflammation, some mucus, some clogginess, some skin rashes, itching here, genital itch, anal itch, sugar cravings, um, you know, uh, sinus cavity blocks, stuff, ear aches that come and go because the infection backed up in the ear and the candida and the wax. And, and then it all spreads to the mouth area. They get teeth problems. They get, the, you know, that virus is living in there for years and now they just get cavities more. It's oftentimes on one side more than the other. Stick your fingers deep under your jaw and try to find the glands and see if one side's swollen and one side's not. That's a sign of a perpetual viral infection you're living with. Your immune system is working overtime, fighting it forever. And you'll never get rid of it unless you make a really powerful program. But most people don't learn this stuff. And they're eating foods every day that's feeding all these little low-grade chronic infections that they have. Okay, But it's, it's not bad enough to kill them. Their immune system's working. It's keeping the infections at bay. But your immune system can't eliminate the infection by itself. Okay, and the infection is slowly as you get older and eat a little bit more sugar. The infection slowly gaining power. 
It wants to gain power, multiply, take hold, overthrow the host, okay? But we have a strong immune system, most healthy people. So it takes these infections a long time to do it. But the quality of living as the infections are slowly growing, they're not considered acute infections. A doctor will not recognize them, will not test So you think, I don't have them. I'm fine. So I can eat some fruit. I can eat some of this, some of that. But you notice after the days I eat whether it's, you know, cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory or it's just some fruit the day before or some agave, that the next morning I wake up, my allergies are stronger or I have more mucus in my mouth when I sneeze. But people think, oh, it's normal when you're an adult or when you get older, it's just part of aging. It's normal. I get this crusty stuff around my eyes, you know, whatever. It's, it's like, you know, I get fungus on my feet, my toenails. Oh, it's normal. You know, it's I'm getting more cavities. Oh, I just better use more fluoride gel or whatever. It's normal. No, it's not. You have chronic, low-grade, slow infections. And, and if you want to experience what it's like to not have those infections, do an antimicrobial program. Go 90% into ketosis, like phase one body college diet or a paleo type of diet, where you cut out all fruit, all beans, all grains, all sugar in every form. Okay, But you've got vegetables, good fats, and small amounts of animal protein. You do this program, and that will you'll get some die-off, some of the infection will die down right there. Now add in an antimicrobial. Maybe it's monolaurin. That's something I liked, or lauricidin you can get in Australia, which is from, it's, it's the lauric acid from coconut oil. But it's a great, gentle, broad-spectrum, natural antimicrobial, antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial. And it can, if you take it with systemic enzymes to eat the biofilm, you can get rid of Lyme. Cystis T is a world-famous antimicrobial going way back. Yeah, it's fantastic. Cystis incarnus, if it's Sardinian cystis, and you make it strong enough that when you drink a couple cups, you get just a little bit of nausea. That's the sign that the cystis is killing the infection, but you don't vomit. And the nausea passes quickly, and then you feel lift, you feel better. Your viral and mold load just dropped right there from the cystis tea. Make a big batch of powder arco, like 25 tablespoons of loose inner bark powder arco to a quart and a half of water, boil it for 20 minutes, and then let it cool down to lukewarm, strain it, and drink the whole thing at once, see what happens. You just took a very effective antifungal. If you have fungus, you're going to have a shift, a little die-off, and then a level of clarity, more energy, I feel better. So if you go through a round of antimicrobials, you can add in high-dose vitamin D therapy because it's really cheap. The vitamin D almost costs nothing, but the vitamin K you have to take with it is actually kind of expensive. But it, it, it boosts cathlocidin, which is like the body's greatest antimicrobial. If you boost it tens of thousands of times by going up to the high-dose type of therapy, which is really safe if you take the D low-calcium diet and you take the K2 with it and drink enough water, that will really boost your immune system and shut down a lot of infection internally without Herxheimer or die-off, but you still want the low-sugar diet, and you still want to go through maybe a one- to three-month period where you do some powder arco, the loricidin. Um, there's other things I'm doing in my antimicrobial lineup, andrographolide from andrographis, uh, methylene blue, um, mega hydrate, negative charge hydrogen waters at high dose is pretty potent, um, cystis tea, um, black elderberry, high doses, under the tongue, 15 capsules, supercritical extract, hold it tight for three minutes, swallow, do another 15, hold it tight, three minutes, swallow. If you feel clearer and better after doing black elderberry under the tongue, that means you have a virus that's robbing you of energy all day long. You don't even know what it's like. So when these infections are living in you and they're dulling your senses, they're adding toxins, they're weakening you, they're weakening your immune system, your level of experience of life is thwarted. It's cut back. It's, it's withheld. It's bottlenecked. But you don't know it because you have nothing to compare it to because these things grew in you slowly. You live with them every single day of your life.
When you strip down the candida, the black mold, the viruses, the parasites, the fungi, the lime, clean the biofilm that protects them, clean the food they live on, the, the foul stuff in the colon, boost your immune system, build up your NK cell levels, modulate your immune system. Um, now you know what it feels like when you shut those infection load down. Oh my gosh. You are clear as a bell. You feel so spiritual, like a little kid. You love everyone, everything, because you're a probiotic human, okay? And you sleep like a baby, and your skin glows like a baby, and, you're, and your odor spoder poops, they smell sweet with probiotics. <laughs> and you have no, you wake up with no mucus, not one little bit. You can breathe so deep through both nostrils. You have no earwax, you have no jock itch, no fungus, no candida, no sugar cravings. This is the way God intended your body to be. Your immune system's working perfectly. It's not being invaded by all these pathogens that want to take you down and they have a low vibration okay you want the love bugs the god bacteria the probiotics to be high the infection load because they have a low consciousness to be low and now the spirituality wakes up and the love and the innocence the purity in your immune system it's autonomic you don't even have to think to be healthy you don't have to try to have a good immune system it just is you don't have to even blink an eye at covid you could walk through a leprosy lab a leprosy camp where everyone's got COVID and they're coughing all over you and you would just be able to help people all day long like Mother Teresa and never get sick because you're a probiotic human. But when you feel that level of immunity, you realize, oh my gosh, this is the key to anti-aging in Fountain of Youth. David Sinclair and, and Bill Falhoun talking about, you know, astatinab and, and NAD and, and all these things. And yes, in a perfect body, that has no inflammation that's caused from infection, and that has a clean colon and a good immune system and no heavy metals and no xenoestrogens and no glyphosate in a perfect idyllic world of nirvana, which hardly exists unless you're freaking totally committed master. In that world, then you add all those biohacking, anti-aging, long-term supplements that you take every day, AC11, you know, and, and now you have the perfect body as a guinea pig experiment to test those long-term supplements and keep your NTOR down most of the week and, you know, and activate your APMPK pathway and all these, the calorie restriction, all these things that will pay off in the long run if you start with a good baseline body of health. But the truth is that most 95% of the people watching those podcasts and following that advice, they have so much candida, clogged colons, bad livers, heavy metals, glyphosate, xenoestrogens, chronic co-infections, candida, Lyme, parasites, that if I just put them on my jing program first and fix all that stuff they'll go oh my gosh this is going to make me live longer and be younger and feel more amazing in a hundred thousand years than all those other supplements you have to do that first okay and people people don't get it because the the anti-aging stuff is it's 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 fun it's provocative it's sexy it's interesting so people start reading it and they're they ignore they don't self-diagnose enough they don't get in touch with the body and realize i have underlying work to do first that will give me way more dividends to my health and slow my aging than adding those types of exotic, expensive, uh, long-term committed type therapies. And uh, so, you know, that's what excites me. When I get further in these areas of my program, now I know that the infections are not leaking my chain. And I figured out what sex is for, so I'm going to do what they say in the Vedas in chapter 6 of the Bhagavad Gita. I'm not going to spill my seed again unless I choose to create a child out of love with another being that I'm in love with. And then I choose to raise that child. To make a, a superhuman being a reishi Jesus Jing baby that'll go out and change the world. Otherwise, you know, dying to release your sperm, I mean, it's a beautiful gift to give to someone if that's what you want to do, but you have to understand how nature works. Until you're an ascended master, 
you know, you have to build that back up and you're going to lose telomeres and you're going to age. All mammals can only give out so much reproductive power. Women can only have so many babies then they can't do it anymore. And then they age really fast afterwards. It's the same with men once they lose their reproductive faculties of youth. So I save that. I don't leak it. I get rid of every ounce of infection. Most people are 80% opportunistic infection, 20% good bacteria. Okay, we, you're supposed to reverse that in the body culture. That's the goal is to be 80% probiotics, get your infection levels down to 20, and now you're considered healthy. But with what I'm doing, I'm going to like 98, 97, 95% good bacteria and only 2, 3, 4, 5% pathogens that are living in an inoculous state barely alive. And that's how you feel so clean and clear. And then you maintain it. That's why I never go back and eat sugar again. Maybe once every three to six years, I'll have a breaking ketosis day where I'll mega dose some goji berries, bee pollen, and some other things that have sugar that are high superfood sugars. You know, eat a whole bag of raw wheat germ and get a flush from the B vitamins. <laughs> and then the next day, go right back to zero sugar and get an insulin rush. Eat a whole jar of raw honey with raw butter, like, like Korean ginseng honey from YS Eco Bee Farms. And that's like a, if you go a super long time with no sugar, your insulin sensitivity gets so low. If you suddenly eat like a jar of honey with raw butter, you will you will feel like you're on steroids for a day. For a day and a half, you'll feel the anabolic insulin rushing through your body because your insulin response is so strong that you made a massive amount of hormone to balance that sugar that came out of nowhere, came out of left field. Three, six years now to drop a sugar and then boom, eat a jar of raw honey. It's the same exact thing as what Dr. Carlos Ulis did, who was one of my anti-aging doctors when I worked at Erwin. And he managed uh, the UCLA track team. For Southern California in the late night, like the late 1980s, 1988 Olympics, and he took a non-diabetic 22-year-old runners, okay, and you shoot them up with an injection of insulin, just like a diabetic, the day before the race or the morning before the race, and they'll they have the same effect that I had when I went three six years, 90% ketosis, no sugar, and then eat a eat a whole eight ounce jar of raw honey, 250 grams of raw honey. 250 grams of raw butter over a couple of hours, over an hour. And when the sugar goes in your body, the pancreas senses it. And it's got massive amounts of insulin sensitivity because you haven't ate a drop of sugar in years. So it overreacts. It makes a shitload of insulin you need and it makes you strong. It gives you a tan and it makes you – I went hiking. I had to go to 8,000 feet like an animal. I felt like I could run down deer and cap them by the antlers and eat them. <laughs> it only lasted for a day and a half. you know. And then I tried to eat the honey again and I didn't get that much of a response. The second I was like, hmm, what happened? Lost the insulin sensitivity. Oh, I have to sugar fast again for a long period of time, and then I can break ketosis and mega dose it, you know. And so it's really in interesting, but basically for most of our life, we want the best insulin sensitivity we can have. We want the lowest sugar. Exercising on a rebound is the fastest way to lower blood sugar. Eating less food, period. Eat late in the day. Learn to go to sleep, empty stomach, and not feel. Like I have to stuff my mouth with something. You have to learn to eat a little bit less food. When you can eat these herbs, you can eat cordyceps straight. And, you know, 0.5% adenosine, the backbone of ATP. You know, the primary mode of life force, Ron Garden says, cordyceps gives to the body. It's very hard to find good cordyceps. I have some really, really good cordyceps here. And so this is like my, my treat. I'm like a cordyceps. Sore. I go through about three or four different brands of cordyceps that exist in the entire market. All the rest is useless. Even Paul Stamets' cordyceps, I hate to say it, I ate a whole bottle just to test it again last week. Opened up 90 capsules and had like three or four tablespoons of cordyceps from Host Defense for Fungi Perfecta, Paul Stamets, 
cordyceps and his, his turkey tail is great. They've done the research with cancer and how it works, but the cordyceps is like eating sawdust. It's like eating flour, like rice. There is no jang in it. There's no lung power, no immune power. I felt a little tiny bit of lung effect finally after I ate like five tablespoons of it, but it went away really quick. It was almost nothing. But these cordyceps that I'm doing, you eat a half teaspoon, you eat a teaspoon or two. It's like you are flying. ATP moves energy, the lungs, the brain, you feel this energy. And, and the jing, wake up the next morning with morning wood because the, the hormones, it's, you know, it's powerful. So if you're not leaking jing with infection – and, and, and addicted to humping like a rabbit, and you're intaking jing herbs, and, you know, you, you are building jing. Now you can't die. You're growing younger. You know, they, 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 they did these studies, Life Extension, they gave like, like nine 60-year-old men, late 50s, mid-50s to 60, it was, I think it was nine men. They put them on DHEA, human growth hormone. They asked them to be celibate. Okay, no sex. And they took uh, metformin to improve insulin sensitivity, the famous anti-aging diabetic drug. Okay. And they proved the reversal of thymic involution. Okay. As soon as you release your sperm as a man or start having uh, babies as a woman or, or start even bleeding, menstruating as a woman, the thymus gland starts the shrinking process. Okay. And if you get into masturbating, having a ton of sex in your in your youth, as soon as you're, you know, it's going to shrink a lot faster. By 21, you're a lot older than you think. It's pretty crazy. But basically by 65, it's barely there. It's just a little bit of your thymus gland. And when you get to like 75, the thymus gland is dead. It shrinks forever. It's not going to come back. And now this is called immune senescence. You're going to die of thymic involution. And then anywhere in the next few years, you get just the littlest common cold. You have no T cells from that thymus gland. You will die from a cold. You'll die from a little tiny cold, let alone COVID. Okay. So they took these men that already have really small thymus glands and they put them on DHEA, growth hormone, celibacy, no leaking gene, no sex, and they put them on metformin. And they scanned their thymus glands over uh, one year and they became on average 2.5 years younger. That's, that's, that's longevity escape velocity. That's growing 2.5 years younger for every year you live. So that, that means in 30 years, I'll be like 15, 14 years old. You know, it's, it's doing the same thing and more by being celibate, by eating cordyceps. I take deer antler for my growth hormone. Okay. I do, I do some, I have some special. Okay, good. And I, uh, the vitamin D and the high dose therapy and the CA2 plus, the, the ion therapy of, uh, of a special type of calcium I'm doing, I'll go into deeper uh, info in my book on this, but that has powerful effects for insulin sensitivity, plus the 90% keto diet that I'm doing and a few other things like chromium is helping. So I'm getting my insulin sensitivity really good and and I'm doing thymus extracts. And some of my clients who are older, I get them the fresh thymus stuff that they can in- inject or they inject it under their tongue. Live thymus, they have to thaw it out in their palm. And as soon as it's thawed out, you got to put it right under your tongue. It's expensive. I can't afford that right now, but I, I prob- maybe I don't need it. I'm doing a really high-quality uh, thymus extract powder in New Zealand um, that, I, that I do. And also because I'm eating much less meat, but I want the strength and the nutrient in them, I am doing glandulars. I have a glandular cocktail that I open up Whole Foods Zinc with, and I blend it all together, and I drink it once a day. And it's got, it's got testicle. It's got brain. It's got it's got pancreas. It's got kidney. It's got heart. It's got liver. It's got adrenal and adrenal cortex. Okay, and it's got I put the most thymus in it. 
thymus is the most, and it's got a little thyroid, little thyroid glandular. These, these are all, um, they're all uh, spray dried extracts, low heat, like Dr. Pruden's technology, how he invented BTC, bovine tracheal cartilage. Um, he set up this sort of manufacturing process for these really high quality, low heat glandulars that are clean. And uh, it takes a world of difference between these and compared to this, the more commercial forms of glandular products that are on the market in America. Um, so every day I have that, and that's like an organ cocktail, yet I don't eat the cooked meat. Why? Because the cooked meat is going to clog my organs and, and, and stuff, and the glandulars are not. Okay. I can go much longer. It doesn't mean I never eat meat. And then there's a few other exotic animal foods I do. I eat emu oil every day, a very special oil that's made with a low heat process the way the Aborigines extracted it. And it has vitamin K2, MK4 off the chart, unlike any other um, emu oil. Other emu oils are very you know, kind of low in vitamin K2. But uh, X-Factor Gold, I do that too, high vitamin butter oil, Winston Prices or, or Pastures. And... Uh, yeah, vitamin K2, MK4 is special. I played with that under the brain, under the tongue, into the brain, remove calcification, ATP. Um, cavities, it's incredible for swishing around in your mouth. You open up vitamin K2, swish it around your mouth where you have an abscess or cavity because it really kills that stuff. Um, but but uh, vitamin K2, MK7 does not go in the brain, but the MK4 does. And the MK4 stimulates the oleodendrocytes to produce new myelin. So you can fill in the, the, the lesions for someone with MS. But the key to living long is to grow a thick and maintain a thick, strong central nervous system of your brain. Increase neurogenesis. Uh, keep the myelin thick and strong. Hydrate the brain. It's the golden globe. It's the quantum computer. It's, it's really, we, we did a talk on the brain, you know. But So I have these exotic boutique specialized animal foods, like the emu oil, the butter oil, all these glandulars. I do every single day, okay? But the colon cloggers are the things that are going to age me because too much food, period, is toxic if you're serious about longevity. Okay, so that's why you got to know what you're doing. You know, it, It's a refining art. It takes time, and it's a hobby for me, and it's a craft, and it uh, makes you respect it. And But your performance level and how steady and balanced and how slow you age makes you realize, well, gee, truth, I'm going to be around probably a long time. That means I'll have plenty of time to make more money, to do more work, help more people. So I'll keep affording all these products, keep adding to it, and then just, just get smarter and smarter the longer you live. Even if you're not trying to get smarter, just by staying alive and not eating a high-sugar diet and taking drugs. If you eat a high-sugar take drugs, you're only using 2 to 5% of your brain because you're, you're just doped up on sugar. And, and, you know, but when you're in a keto diet and the brain loves to run off ketones, the keto diet was invented for children in the 1950s who have epilepsy because it makes so much energy to the brain when you get 140 ATP per Krebs cycle off a molecular ketone versus 22 to 33 off a of brown rice, you know. So, you know, when you're on a good program and you're living long, well, the more things you experience in life, you know how people say, oh, you know, you learn something new every day, right? The longer you live, as long as you have a good brain and you have a pure shen, good heart, you still love life, you're innocent, optimistic, you love people, you're not jaded, you haven't done bad things you can't forgive yourself for, you know what I mean? So you're still optimistic. People with bad shen don't want to live long. They want to get out of the body and get re be purified in heaven and the non-physical, get, get, get to start over in a new body and try to do better next time. So if, if, you, if, you, if you can be live like an immaculate soul and be a good person, so then you respect life, you respect people, and you can preserve your body and live long and preserve your mind. 
The longer you live, the smarter you get without even trying. You have 100 billion neurons, you can have up to 40,000 connections per neuron. And that's a lot of connections. And, you know, you just get, they wire by themselves through life experience if you just don't age and die. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Barclay Eyewear, the only blue blockers created by a health professional, and that will protect you from day to night from the harmful spectrums of artificial light. If you haven't heard what all the fuss is about, make sure you check out Season 1, Episode 6, where Dane and I delve into all things light and circadian rhythms to understand why these are a game changer for your health. And to say thank you for your support, we've got an exclusive discount of 15% off if you use the code HOLISTIC15. That's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-1-5. Just head to BarkleyEyewear.com. That's B A R. K-L-E-Y-E-Y-E-W-E-A-R.com. Sugar alone over a lifetime can do so much damage to the brain and just be, I guess, accepted as normal aging of the brain. Um, I don't think there's many people now that we see that um, have really switched on brains to be considered the norm. You know, we've just a whole generation of old people grew up in a very... um, very sugar-laden um, food culture. Yeah. And you you reminded me, too, that there's also just so much depression, so much spiritual malaise, so many unhappy people, so much just, you know, mild depression even is enough to put people in a funk for all their life. And they don't, they don't have an excuse to get their act together and go out and create a life they love because they're mildly depressed for multiple reasons. They can't get it out of their head. You know, you are your psychology. God is in the neuron, they say. And so... The thing I've experienced is that I'd, I've never really – well, maybe I had a little bit of depression at one point, but I wasn't really a depressive type person. But I have to say now, talking to you, you know, my energy is high as it is because of what I do, how good I'm feeling on my program, that it's like the antidepressant effects, the just happy, like woo, high energy, creative, flying, love people. It makes it so easy to be nice to strangers when you're in line at the store, when you're when you're calling up the internet provider and you gotta wait in the queue and then you finally get someone to talk to and they're like, How are you doing today? How are you? you know, instead of being grumpy and complaining and having when you have mild depression, everything in life is harder and you're bitching and complaining and you're you're basically creating your own drama. You're making your life harder for yourself because your brain doesn't feel good. And when you feel ecstatic, when you like a little kid that just squeals and runs around all day long and plays and they're just so pure and full of happiness, that's how I feel my brain moving towards, you know, in my early 50s doing this stuff. When you feel that clean and pure and optimistic and happy, it's like you can't even conceive of the concept of age because it denotes lack of mental faculties. It denotes some depression. All older people sit more and are in kind of lower moods, and they go slower, they think slower, they talk slower, they do less, they watch more TV, more brainwashed. <laughs> they live in the past like they're lobotomized, like that scalpel went in and did the windshield wiper technique, boop, cut off the frontal lobe. Now everything has to be in the past, like 1985, the glasses here, wear the same pants. If something moves, they freak out. You know, But when you're in a kid, you have elasticity, you have joy, the bliss molecules everywhere. You're so, It's like, how could you live any other way? But if you don't know, you could be that way. But no one's going to come and do it for you, and the doctor's not going to do it for you. And you know, and you go to the you go to the nutrition store. They they're going to you're going to start to go in the right direction, but you got to learn how to kind of like do all the things, put it together, and keep going, and be patient. Say this is a work in progress. 
So it's not going to happen instantly. It's going to then over time though you're going to get to places higher levels of states of being than you knew even possibly exist. It's like heaven on earth in this body, this kind of vibration. That's why I call it multidimensional health. Mm. Mm. And and you've probably seen it more than anyone like you can. There's so many things that are reversible. So it's it's you know, you're never sort of too late really like you can reverse a lot of these things that are considered irreversible and incurable the hard part is getting the inspiration back in the person to make them believe it's it is sometimes they don't you believe it's trustable because you've done it and you love this you love this person you see them as a wonderful person so why not do it let's do this adventure together get on the program go for it and they've got all of these reasons why not to get inspired inspiration inspiration means in god okay and they're and when the brain is toxic, the jing is low, you're inflamed, you're full of low vibrational recycling pathogenic organisms, it's, it's hard to feel the inspiration, the call, you know? So then it's like suicide. Like Abraham Hicks said, every death is suicide. I, I, I really believe that statement more and more now when I realize how I am directly in control with my state of being, my health, my joy to want to live, and how good my body feels and being able to prevent all diseases. For mm. as long as you and want. for sure, a lot of people have different goals. Like, a, you know, some people's goals might to be um, really successful in business and, you know, be really athletic and all those sorts of things or, you know, have, have lots of children. Um, so I guess with what you're saying, like how do you sort of adapt, know how to adapt to our own goals and make that balance but still have good quality of life? Yeah, you make your program the most creative and resourceful for your goals you have at, ha at hand now. Because every period of phase of your life, the goals are going to change, and they're meant to. The universe is based on expansion, progress. You can't live in the past and hold back or just get stuck in a dogma in a box. you got to expand. And so when you've had all those children, your consciousness will change. You're still alive. You're still here. And if you're still full of jing and health and vibrancy and energy and, and, and joy and love, then you're like, well, you know, you help those children. Maybe you help the grandchildren. But now you're still here and you're still not aging. What next? Well, your consciousness will change automatically because the more neurons will wire the longer you live if you just don't die and keep your brain healthy. And with that new consciousness, new information will come in and then new desires and new goals. Until one day you want to become God and ascend or, or, or you know, go to the 71st universe or, or whatever. But the, you got to finish all the delicious desires and offerings that exist on planet Earth and this body first before you're going to naturally want to be inclined to go t to the galactic level. But uh, there's, there's no limits. So it's really wonderful. That's the way life should be. You keep going from phase and phase to life, from goal to goal to goal. But the problem is if you don't read the owner's manual on the body to learn how to take care of it, and you get so caught up in the joy of the goals because the body seems really good when you're young. You know, you're a teenager, early 20s. You can eat processed food. You can do whatever the doctor says. You can put the cell phone to your head, sleep next to the Wi-Fi router, whatever, and you're doing great. So you don't you, – you think, well, I want to spend all my time and energy – on the goals that I have right now, I want to do this one thing. So you go out and do those things, and then you manifest that, and then you start to work towards the next thing. And But then after a while, you start getting beat up. You don't feel as good like you used to when you were in your late teens and your early 20s, when you were at your prime. They say aging starts at age 23 and a half. 
And, you know, a lot of things that people do in our culture is speeding up that aging process now. We're not living as long as our parents used to. Um, so then when you, when you realize that's happening, you, you just got to stop and look ahead and think, hmm, well, I'm going to obviously have more goals. I want to finish those. I'm going to have new ones and new ones. I'm never going to get it done. You're going to keep going wanting to expand. So maybe it would bohieve me if I stop now and I develop an owner's manual for the body, learn how to take care of this machine because this machine is your adventure vehicle. It's how you get around from dream to dream, from goal to goal, from adventure to adventure in life. If the body starts breaking down, you're not going to be able to do those things. You're not going to get to go on any holidays or any vacations or have any babies or, you know what I mean? Because you're going to be sick and tired and in bed and scared and depressed. And if you don't know how to fix it and if it looks bad, then you're going to get suicidal. You're going to, I just want out. I've had enough. Let me start over in a fresh new body that works, you know, so I can go out and do my goals. Well, this body, what if it can be fixed and tuned up to the point that it's a super bio machine? You can go out and do goals for 200 years and not stop. All you have to do is respect genetics and epigenetics and the bi, body four layer bodysuit and your jing. And you, you got to learn how the system works and develop a program and then manifest the tools, the money to procure them, set up a routine that's that you can comply with that doesn't take all your time because you got to do your program and then have time left over to, to do your goals and your dream and live your life or whatever you want. So that's the art balance. Now we have, we have 16 hours a day that we're awake after we sleep eight hours, those 16 hours, we get to run around and play and break down cells. So we choose the things that nourish us and then we do the activities. And if you, if you get, when you get smart, you start to look at the long haul and you say, I want to play on this planet in this wonderful adventure vehicle body. I want to do it for a long time. Because I like it. Because it's fun. Okay? So let me master this body and tune it up so it's an invincible machine. And then I could just go, 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 And wire this brain like a genius. And so I'm so brilliant that I manifest everything faster and it's easier because I'm smarter. I have a positive attitude. People respond to me well because I love them unconditionally. And this is the way it's meant to be. And now you're like, the earth is great. But if you're so full of disease and sickness and around sick, toxic people, you start to think, I'm living in hell. Why did people even come to earth in the first place? Everything sucks. <laughs> you know? There's a, mass, a massive contrast between those two levels. And, and uh, so it's, you have to accept responsibility no matter what's happened to you. No matter how bad it is, you have to say, I can change. I can improve. And if I improve one day and the next day I improve a bit more and the next day I can improve a bit more, well, one day how far can I improve? I could be the level truth's talking about. Unstoppable, rippling and wriggling with Jing. You can go, there's no limits. Okay? But you've got to start somewhere and go through that journey, that process. Just like the emotional guidance system scale and the Abraham Hicks teachings. Exactly. And that's, that is the perfect way to, I was going to say too, for people that are out there right now, as you said, then you've got to start somewhere and we are at a, at a different place for other people as well. And I guess what would be, and for some people might get overwhelmed by hearing where you're at and being like, well, that's decades. I can't do that. So what would like your sort of advice to wrap things up with to, for people to like, how was a great place for someone to start right now? And how do you find also time for all of it? You know, so many people are just like in survival mode. Um, yeah, those so are those are that. those are very good questions that we could spend a whole podcast answering. <laughs> um, but uh, that's why I like private consultations. I like people, and and when you get to look at another person to the windows of the soul and get a feel for who is in that person's body, how do they feel about life, and what have they done, what are they good at, what are they into, and then find out. As I learn more about them, I can then pick the tool, tools to recommend where to start. 
because I realized, you know, I love and respect this person I've just talked to forever, however long. I realized they're really a beautiful person. I'm going to leave and I'll remember that person forever, you know, and really beautiful, unique souls. So I don't want to try to make them do what I'm doing. They're just, that's impossible. They're going to just think I'm crazy and they'll give up. them, Even if they try, God bless them for trying. So ask them what they do now. What's your norm now? How much activity do you do? How much water do you drink? What do you eat? How's your mental state? How positive or negative are you? Do you spend time out in nature? Do you do any of this? Do you do any of that? What's your spiritual like life? What's your living environment like? Are you living with other people? Do you have your own place? What's your job like? How much money do you make? How much do you have to work with? What's comfortable? You want to spend 50 bucks a month? You want to spend 500 bucks a month You know, on, on a program? What's comfortable? You got to work within their level of acceptance, okay? Otherwise, they'll never do it, and they won't believe that it could happen for them. So then I realized, okay, this if I was that person at this state, you can just feel it, what what you give them, you know, and it, so there's a whole bunch of different tools I'll start with. I can see what's off. I might not spend that much time on the diet. I might give, tell them to stop eating one food or cut it down that I know is bad for them. And I might add one healthy drink. And that's it. That's it. And then I'll, I'll spend the rest of the consult on, on more spiritual advice about self-love or, or getting to know what they want or spending time alone or or um, exercising, movement, they're just too latent, you know, I, I don't know, but there, there's, it's going to be different, or I'll have a conversation with someone, and I'll realize, oh my gosh, they need reishi mushroom, like, it's going to spiritually liberate this person, They'll have, and this will catalyze a breakthrough, it'll be an impetus, then, then they'll come back to me, then I can add the other stuff, one by one, you know, it's going to be different, unique for each person, that's why, that's what's, why we can make podcasts till the cows come home, we can do it forever, because, Every single person is in a different situation, and they got to listen to what resonates and pick a few pieces to start with. And then apply that, feel it, experience it, gain the benefit, know that it works, and that will lift their energy a little bit and make them believe that, that I want to add more now. And then you get the, you get the snowball going, you see. And, uh, but your question, how do you find the time? Again, this is going to be different for each person. You may only have mild issues. And you, so you only want to devote a small amount of time to a few things. Again, talking to an expert, like having a consult with me, that's the way, the way Ron Teagarden set up the tonic bar is that the knowledgeable people standing back there that are in the marketplace in a store where people walk in all day long that are looking for something good to put in their body and have questions, that those people behind the bar will listen and do consultations for free. They'll take their pulse and they'll look at their tongue, ask them questions about their life, get to know them, open-ended questions. So that it forces them to talk, to get to learn more about themselves. Because sometimes people don't share some of their private information. They got to trust you and open up, get them to talk. And then you, you, can, you can say, okay, what's practical and realistic really for this person? I can't force them to change too quick. They won't do it. Okay. Compliance is rule number one. So if I give them one herb, one thing to change that's quick and easy, maybe no powders, no blenders, it's too messy, just a few capsules to swallow with any kind of beverage. Don't be too hard on them, try to make them change too many things, give up too many vices too fast. Pick one vice to work on at a time, reduce that and add this one thing in and then give them some spiritual food. Give them one book that's related to the advice you gave them and ask them to read this spare time half an hour every night before bed to get them thinking deeper about the potential they're just starting to open the door open a crack to what their potential could be. You want the light to shine through and to illuminate them, to open up, to have an experience. That's what happened to me. 
was trying to be an actor and I got candida and crying fatigue and I'm struggling. And I go into a used bookstore and I find one little book, like the ancient secret of the fountain of youth on the five rights. Oh, come on. Sounds too good to be true. Right. But, but you know, I'm a little desperate underneath. So I pull the book out and I look around and I'm like, okay, I'm starting to read. And then I sit down in a corner and, and I keep reading until they kick me out and I end up buying the book, even though I was broke. I go home and I sit in my bed. I can't go to sleep all night. I read the book from cover to back and my logic mind's going, this can't be true. But the dreamer inside me, and there's a spark in my heart that says, maybe it is true, truth. You don't know until you try it. So I'm like, okay, I got to try it. And then I got, I got lucky. Some of the things I did that with turned out to be kind of bogus. But some of the things turned out to be real. Okay, There is unlimited amount of rocks to turn over and things to explore. You are an adventurer in your life. But you're not going to know that if you keep watching the box and getting brainwashed by the cat watching the string and that moving images, it's a magic trick. The special effects and CGI and computer graphics and actors and fake lighting and all, to create an illusion in the brain to draw a story. And the problem is it pushes the reward chemical dopiates with less effort. So the reward part of the brain says, all I have to do is push a button, sit on the TV with some couch with, with some popcorn, and I can pretend I'm falling in love, going to Tibet, going on an adventure, conquering my dreams, setting a world record, getting a gold medal. I can pretend I'm doing all these things. I can live vicariously through these fictitious characters. But it's not real. It's fake. And you're weakening yourself. You're losing dopamine. You're getting depressed. You're losing your social skills. You're weakening your ability to get off the couch and make your own real life happen. It's virtual reality. It's fake. Okay. So you've got you to gotta get tough. You got to crack the whip on yourself and say, I'm worth it. There's a life waiting for me. There's an adventure. So you start and you find the one thing. And you. some people have more problems, Indy, uh, like I did. And they look at their situation and go, okay, I'm trying to achieve these things in my life right now. I got all these problems. You know what? I got to stop dilly-dallying and do just little tiny things. I was looking for quick fixes in the beginning. I didn't want to sacrifice. I didn't want to change my diet all the way. I want to give up all my TV. I still wanted to masturbate. Okay. But I thought maybe if I just take these B vitamins and some GH3 protein, you know, it'll be enough to get me back into my acting prime and I can go out there and kick butt and tear the ass out of an elephant like I should. You know, it doesn't work. You know, what if it doesn't work? And if my desire is getting greater, I want to succeed at my dream. Well, then you say, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice because I want to create something. I want to make something happen. So I'm going to give up some TV time. I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to make myself exercise, get up early in the morning and go to the park. Even though I don't feel like it, I'm going to make myself do it. I'm going to focus. That's the crowning achievement of human beings. They have 40% proportion frontal lobe. And animals have 2 to 5% frontal lobe. They can't focus on an unforeseen goal by continued repetition on a singular task. They can't quantify doing that. It makes no sense to a dog or a cat. You know what I mean? To a human, if you have a goal, you can do it, and then you'll make the sacrifice. So it depends on how bad you want it, Indy. depends how much contrast you have. Contrast gives birth to desire. You want something, and you can't have it because you have a problem. If the con- you want it bad enough, you'll manifest things. The universe, that's how law of attraction works. You'll just think about it, and things will come, and if you really get, it, get excited. And then that high comes. I found the best cordyceps. Oh, my God. Yes. Another level and you get excited and then you manifest another thing. And pretty soon your your life is like this snowball rolling in that direction. All the billionaires, the millionaires, the successful, super happy people, you know, the guys in that movie called The Secret, 
the guy who drew a vision board on a, a billion-dollar home or something, a million-dollar house, and it was just a fictitious picture of the type of home he wanted. And then his son pulls out his vision board 15 years later, and he looks at it, and he starts crying, and he goes, that's the house we're living in now. And I put that on a vision board years ago that I wanted to manifest something like that, you know? He didn't watch. He didn't watch TV and eat junk food and sit on the TV and vicariously, you know. You're, you're just, you're just uh, a spectator in life. If you do that, you're not participating in your own life, and you're going to get depressed. And the only way to numb yourself is to keep watching the TV. If that happens, so you know the snowball goes both ways, downhill or uphill. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta move it in the direction you want, and then it starts to go automatically. And then you thrive and you enjoy your life more. So that's part of taking back your own power. And you have to accept responsibility to do that. You have to, and you have to think for yourself. You can't live someone else's dream. You can't be doing what your partner wants you to do or your parents want you to do or your teacher wants you to do or the status quo, your government, your society thinks you should do or your institutions, your education and your teachers. You, know, you have to be able to think like an individual. Know who you are, what you want, and then have enough faith to believe in it and Make the choices. And the answers to the questions you just asked are going to change all the time as you go on that journey. They're going to keep changing, keep changing, and keep changing. And uh, you'll get better at knowing how to answer those questions if you jump in and just do it. You know, if you think about it, listen to podcasts about it, and then just turn the TV back on and keep eating some junk food and stop exercising. You know, it's, 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 um, it's a pipe dream still, you know. It's the ideas there that it's possible, but you, if you don't wiggle the neurons, if you don't get physical, if you don't move the body and create body muscle memory to those actions, that's you know that's that's the qigong, that's the kung fu, that's the yoga of life. You got to mm. you got to be got to do it. Got to be active. Yeah, and no one can do it for you, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> as much as you want to do it for people as well, as you said too, you had to take responsibility and also experiment. And the two biggest things that we believe in self is that responsibility, but also experiment and be okay with not getting it right straight away. Because there's, there's diets or there's lifestyles or environments or things that we've learned that may have not have, like sort of stuck with us, so to speak, and resonated with us, but we continue to learn and discover and unlearn as well, which is really important. Um, that's perfect because we'll put your details in the show notes as well so people can, mm -hmm. if they feel they feel called to, they can um, reach out to you as well because that really meant a lot to us and our transformation and our health was um, doing the consult with you and then applying mm -hmm. that to our lives and then seeing what integrates in well. So And having truth listen. Like I think that that's, as you said, one of the most valuable things that you can give someone is actually getting an understanding of who they are and what their life's been like and is like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, being a good listener, loving, and you, if you really listen and care and respect another person, um, you realize how how wonderful they are. You see them in their greatest light. So then you're giving them the gift of the expectation of their success, their worthiness. Because so that's the thing. If you tell someone you could do this, they think they have an incurable situation. And you, and you say it's not. You could do this. And they're like, I'm afraid to get my hopes up because I don't know if I can do it. What if it doesn't work? And I try, you know what I mean? Then I made myself vulnerable. I'll get, I'll break my heart, It'll, you know? And so that's where they need the spiritual studies, the quantum physics, even the Abraham teachings. It's watered down. It's so simple, but it's powerful. And they tell you anything in the realm of the mind of thought that you can conceive the idea. If you're a quadriplegic, you know, and I want, you know, I've lost my arms and legs, but I want them back. 
you know, maybe the med beds will come down from the aliens. They'll teleport it. They'll grow back in three minutes. It's possible. People are saying they're coming. You know, it's like, but you, you've got to believe anything in the realm of thought that I want, the end result in this physical realm can be manifested. It is possible. There's nothing you cannot You are source energy in a physical body. You are absolutely, you are complete. You are a God. Okay, so if you understand that and study enough of the powerful teachers that share that kind of message, and you get a little science to justify how it's possible, how quantum mechanics works, then there's no excuse to sit on your ass and to not believe. Because, you, you know, you can get up and you can say, if I can dream it, it can be built. So why not challenge myself? If I'm going to die, might as well die trying, right? You could, you could cop out and just die watching the TV and stuff and TV dinners and just numb, numb yourself. It's an escape. It's a great way to escape. If you're depressed, you can just watch the TV every day, 18 hours a day. And you'll be so full of images in your brain, you won't even have to know that you're alive because you'll be full of other people's experiences from all these characters you watched. Okay. But if it, you know, and that's your free right. There's nothing wrong if you want to do that. But if you want to try, you have to know that everything is possible. And you may not believe it at first. You have to keep studying. And keep learning. And when those things open up, it's the, the you know, they say that it's, it's about the journey, not the end result, the destination. And when you go from a place of lack of faith and non-believing and hope and sort of despair and sadness, that you want to overcome an obstacle in your life, you want to heal something, obtain something, that you believe at this current time is pretty probably totally impossible. And that makes you sad. But if you get enough knowledge and information that it could actually be possible. But I have to take the leap of faith and believe that it's already 100% possible now as much as I can every single day and take all the action I can towards it every single day and not give up. I have to get on a rampage of appreciation and manifestation and healing. You have to become a healing machine, a quantum force of positivity because everybody's 90% negative and only 10% positive. That's the masses. They don't even know what they could be. They're just talk about untapped, wasted talent. You hear that term all the time. A celebrity who died of a drug addiction, you know what I mean? What a waste of talent, people would say. Easy for you to say you didn't have that particular addiction, but everyone is a waste of talent. Every single human being is living 90% less their potential. Oh my gosh, do you know the joy? That's why I said it's about the journey that gives you the high, not the end result. Once you've achieved it, you're like, oh wow, I did it. Okay, that was great. But now, But when you go from that place of thinking it's not possible, and then you get that little light turn on and say, it could be possible. And you learn all this knowledge and you grow. And you take this giant leap of faith, even though you're scared. And you come out of your fear and you decide to devote all this positive energy to whatever it takes years and years if it, or a whole lifetime focused to try and heal something or manifest something. And as you start getting there, you get happier and happier because you can feel your dream coming. You can feel you're creating it. That's what God gave you free will to do in the first place with your mind is to create because it gets the reward of the joy of that as well as you because you're connected to superposition, to source. Okay, so that journey of coming out of that despair of not thinking I can do it and then learning you can and then getting higher and higher and closer to your goal. I can almost touch it. It's too good to be true. I can't believe it. And then it happens. Yes, victory. Oh my gosh, there's nothing I cannot be doing half. I'm source energy in a physical body. And so then you go on to the next thing and the next thing. You never cop getting it done, popping the quiff, collapsing the quantum wave factor. It's um that's the way it should be. And so if you can make the breakthrough for someone who's in a negative state and get them to believe, start with the mind. That's why health has got to be mind, body, spirit. But it can work both ways. You can, you can just do do things to raise the vibration of the physical body if you can't budge their mind. And they start to feel so good on something, 
that now it changes their mindset. Now you can go back into the mind a bit more. You know, it's like everybody's everybody's different. You know, in the Bhagavad Gita, they say there are, are three qualities. Uh, there is passion, there is ignorance, and there is goodness. And people are a blend of these three. And uh, it's, uh, you know, Ramtha says knowledge is the greatest thing you can give another person. Uh, knowledge is the gateway to the kingdom of heaven, it says in the Bible. Okay, If we don't know, you know, you can be stuck in ignorance. You can be a beautiful person. You could be an unlimited soul. You could, you could be a god. But you don't know that you are. And, and outside factors that are creating a reality. The TV made you believe that you're just social security number so and so, and you can live this long and eat this much food. And you can only make this much money. You can only be this happy. You can't get rid of Crohn's disease. And you can't get rid of this. And you can't get rid of your arthritis. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it just goes on and on and on. And so people affirm these things. In fact, every year that they celebrate a birthday, that they go into a new decade, they lower the spark of life within the cell. The mitochondria is a bacteria. It's a, it's a God bacteria. It's a probiotic organelle. And they lower the spark to make the machinery of the body slow down and age because the stigma of each decade in our status quo of society says you must look and behave this way when you're now in your 60s or you're now in your 70s. Or now I your- know actually Dr. Christian Northrup doesn't, um, doesn't tell anyone her age, not because she's embarrassed, but because she doesn't want their projections about what she should be doing at that age, um, yeah, taken in or projected onto her. Well, what I did is I took Professor Li Chi Young scale, the 256-year-old Taoist Chinese herbalist, okay, and I took, I took what I thought would be my normal lifespan, like my family, my grandparents did, age 80. And I took 0 to 80, and I stretched it out on a scale to 256, okay? And on, on that scale, when you're 80 years – when Professor Li Chi Young was 80 years old, he was actually 30 years old, according to Truth's family members okay and i'm only 51 so that means i have 29 more years before i can even have to even think about growing up and having children or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. true it's a, there's so much i mean there's so much more we can talk about i love chatting with your truth as well and i'm sure people would take away so much from this as well there's a lot to absorb um again thank you i guess so much for like taking your time out to speak with us and to share more of this wisdom and to plant these seeds into people's lives. And so I'm really grateful to sort of have uh, such a, such a wise person to be part of our sort of, um, to share with our audience as well. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us. If you're enjoying our show so far, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And it means a lot to us if you leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as well as share this with friends and family, which will help us get this crucial knowledge out there. If you'd like to connect with us, head on over to Instagram at LiveHolisticallyAU, where you can learn more and ask us anything. See See you you next time. time.